Well, damn, it has been way too long. Welcome back to In the Huddle. I am one of your co-hosts, Damian Miller, alongside Michael Phillips. And boy, we have had a busy freaking month. Oh, God, yeah. We have bo- we have both moved into different places. Um, I went on vacation. You're about to go on a nice little uh, nice little trip uh, this weekend. Man, we have been busy as hell. Yeah, man. Adulting, it's it's the life. <laughs> it's a life. I don't know about the life. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, man? Let's update everybody on where we're at with our lives because we haven't talked in like a month or so. Yeah, uh, it's so good to be back. Uh, it's, you know, it's been insane. Uh, obviously, uh, Damien, as you know, I didn't do my other show for Die Hard Sports Radio for a while. Um, I had some family issues and now I, I was kind of falling off for a while and now I'm sharing an apartment with, uh, my childhood best friend. So, um, I mean, shit turned out pretty good, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, man. I, I, uh, it's nice to hear that. Nice to hear you back on the radio and now we're back to doing the podcast and, Dude, I have been podcasted out almost. I mean, I did two podcasts uh, earlier this week. Now I'm doing this one, and now I'm going to be a regular guest on that other one. Plus, you and I are starting a new one here soon. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, have we really even talked about the new one? I know we announced like a teaser, but we didn't really say anything too much about it. No, I was actually going to get to that um, here in a second. Uh, I was going to kind of build up to it, but since you mentioned it, I figure we should probably get right down to it. Me and Michael, we're going to be starting a, a new podcast. Uh, we're going to keep this one. Don't worry. In the Huddle is not going anywhere because both of us love football, and it'd be stupid for us to end a football podcast before either of us watch a game together. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we're going to keep in the huddle, but keeping with the theme of in the, we are going to start a podcast called in the ring, because if you've listened before, you know that I am a professional wrestler right now. I'm on hiatus, but um, I am a professional wrestler and Michael, you, you were a fan of professional wrestling. Am I right? Yeah. uh, When I was a little kid and I stopped probably around 10 or 11. Okay. Well, we're going to get you right back into it because uh, we're going to start a podcast to kind of introduce wrestling to an audience that is maybe intrigued, but doesn't really quite know about it and, and like where to go. Because a lot of people just assume that the WWE is the only wrestling company out there and, and that's completely wrong. And boy, Michael is in for a surprise because the first one we're watching is from Japan. Yeah, uh, for someone who hasn't seen an inkling of wrestling in almost eight years, this will be interesting. Yeah, um, what we're going to do is on that first show, we're gonna, I'm going to have you watch three shows. And then after we watch those shows, you're going to kind of, I'm going to be the expert and you're going to kind of ask me the questions that not everybody knows, especially if you sign up for some of these subscription sites. As a wrestling fan, um, you're going to have questions. And that's kind of where Michael's going to come in. He's going to come in as the ca- as the very, very casual quote-unquote fan um, because he's going to ask the questions that people are 
going to ask if they're viewing the product for the first time and that maybe not uh, might not know the answers. So that should be out um, probably mid to late August is when we're going to do that. And that'll be probably a bi-weekly uh, podcast just because football season will be starting and then us trying to catch up with all that and still trying to plan vacations and everything. It's just going to get too hectic to do it every week. So it'll be a bi-weekly podcast, I think. Yeah, and also keep in mind, uh, Damien is going to be running uh, in the ring. We're both going to be on it, but obviously he's. I'm going to be co-host too, but he's going to be running it. He's going to be editing it, titling it, everything, all through Anchor. That's all Damien's domain, whereas in the huddle, I edit, I title, and I do all that. Yeah, we're going to be kind of switching roles a little bit because you're – even today, so we're going to get a nice little test run because normally you're the one that comes up with with the uh, the script of how everything's going to go, and I just kind of give my opinions and talk out of my ass. Yeah. Um, this time we are kind of switching the roles because you had not had a chance to really um, do much research, so I have some – and wouldn't you know it, the CFL is probably about half of what I have to talk about. Honestly, I saw one thing for the CFL, and if it doesn't get brought up, I'm going to be disappointed. Okay, well, we're going to start out with the CFL. We'll jump into the football talk now that we got some of the other stuff out of the way. Um, is, is what you saw Terrell Owens? Yep. Okay, Terrell Owens, one of our favorite people on this podcast has is trying to play in the Canadian football league. Now, if you're not familiar the Canadian football league, normally they have games, what Friday and Saturday on ESPN two. And like I the Toronto, so, yeah. it's like ESPN two and the Toronto sports network. You can watch it on your laptop on ESPN three as well. Um, they normally stream games there, but um, so he had been in what is a 10 day uh, negotiation window. They have 10 days to negotiate up in the CFL. Um, and he had been in that with the Edmonton Eskimos and they ended negotiation talks, not TO, the Eskimos did, which I find hilarious. Uh, as, as you said on this podcast, we love TO and uh, I don't know what he's doing. I honestly would be surprised if he can play. In, I mean, I, I think he can play. That's the thing. I don't think he can play at a super elite level like he was years ago, but do I think he can catch a football and run with it? Yeah. Um, I think he can. Cause I mean, I would, I would be shocked to hear that he's dropped off majorly just because I've seen Randy Moss still out there burning people. I'm pretty yeah. sure Terry, I'm pretty sure Terrell Owens can still do it too, but I don't know if I really want to see T.O. back on a field. Like he's talented and he's quick, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that he's going to be the best fit. But then again, the CFL is a completely different game. So who knows? Yeah, it really is. I mean, they have an extra man on their roster, uh, like I mean, on the field, with the CFL being a twelve-man team, correct? Uh, I I want to say it's still eleven. I could be completely wrong, but I want to say, say it's, it's still 12, eleven. 
I'm Googling it now, but uh, continue your thought while I Google. Uh, it's, yeah, it's completely a different game. Uh, he's 44 years old, I believe, currently. And that's an insane number for any position besides kicker in, in any football league. To be that age to play at any position. You know, Tom Brady's 40 and he's playing quarterback. But you don't see, you know, a, most wide receivers retire, what, 35 to somewhere in there, 35 to 40? Yeah, I mean, you're normally in your, like, mid to late uh, 30s when you see receivers retire. And Terrell Owens is 44. Um, and, yes, there are 12 players on the field for the CFL. And if you haven't watched a CFL game, go watch it because it's complete. It's like they took arena football and put it on a full-sized field. It's very – as an American football fan, I obviously love football in any aspect. But growing up watching the NFL and discovering, obviously, arena football and the CFL, and, I mean, I watched Japanese-American football games. It's, it's weird watching the CFL specifically. It's very awkward going from NFL to the CFL. Yeah, it is because, like – you can get extra points by kicking um, the kickoff into their uh, in into the opponent's end zone and it touch and like and it touches. But if they catch it, they can punt it back and le- or maybe that's punts. But there's there's something where it's like you can rack up like 14 points by punting the ball back and forth. It, it's crazy. I was I was listening to um, Pat McAfee's show and he had a kicker from the CFL on there or that played in the CFL and came to the NFL or something like that. And they were saying like the one time there was like 14 points exchanged off of punts or kickoffs or something like that. It, it was insane. Um, but yeah, the CFL is just, it's different because it, it's that old school field goal post too, where the field goal post hangs at the very front of the goal line, yep. which I, I hate it because it, it distracts me from like the field of play. But at the same time, it still gives you like that old school NFL mentality. So, um, and there's a lot more uh, hard hits in the CFL. I have seen guys get blindsided in the CFL. Yeah, it's insane how much of a different game it is while still being based loosely. Well, I shouldn't say loosely, but based off of football. Yeah. It, it is it is crazy, but um, moving on to our next uh, CFL topic, um, Johnny Manziel has not started yet again. Um, it's been five games, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats still will not start him. Why? Because they have had a quarterback throw for three hundred yards in five consecutive games. Um. Wow. Yeah. Like, I was just reading it on Bleacher Report um, right before you and I hopped on. And, yeah, the guy that's starting over top of Johnny Manziel has thrown for 300 yards, and I, th- I think it was five games straight. Like, and uh, Manziel even came in for a play or for a little bit, and he threw for 189 yards and an interception. I mean, good for that team for having that stellar of a quarterback room. Oh, sorry. I lie. Um, he's thrown five straight this season. Uh, he had four more at the end of last year. So this is a CFL record tying moment. Um, 
I, I repeat what I said before. Good for the Tiger Cats for having that stellar of a quarterback room. <laughs> yeah, his his name is Jeremiah Masoli. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, the last game, the last game that they played. Okay, this is where I was confused in the article. Manziel didn't throw the 189 yards. That was Masoli. This is why they think Manziel might get the start. Masoli threw for only 184 yards, uh, no touchdowns, and an interception. Um, and Hamilton lost the game 31 to 20. So they're thinking that maybe they might pull the trigger on Johnny because um, the GM of the team absolutely loves Johnny Manziel. Um, he thinks that Manziel may be one of the best players in CFL history, which I find laughable because, yes, Johnny Manziel's talented, but we saw what he did in the NFL. It's hard to believe that he's going to do much better up in the CFL, which, don't get me wrong, he still was semi-successful on a really terrible Browns team, but it's hard for me to have faith in Johnny Manziel when I've only seen him play without pads. That That is very true. Uh, he hasn't really played a real down of American or Canadian football since, I believe, 2016. Yeah. So it's very well, hard. it's very hard to say that he's – possibly one of the greatest in Canadian football history. Cause like you said, that's very laughable. There's several CFL players that did phenomenal and went to the NFL and they were greats in, in both sports. Yeah. It, it's um, I think Manziel might've played like one or two um, in one or two of the preseason games that they had up there, but I'm not a hundred percent sure I could be completely wrong. Um, but yeah, like, if you're Hamilton, um, your quarterback had nine straight 300-yard passing games, and he only has a one 184-yard game. Um, do you really change out for Johnny Manziel just because your quarterback has one bad game? Oh hell no. That that was my thought too because like they have a losing record of two and three, but mm. I still don't think that you've pulled the trigger on a Johnny Manziel yet. See, and they're doing. Okay, obviously, uh, growing up a Packers fan, every year that the Packers, like, miss out on the playoffs or they make the playoffs and obviously lose, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, it was proven last year the Packers aren't shit without Aaron Rodgers. So, basically, tying this into with what Hamilton is doing, their quarterback had one bad game. And they automatically just assume that they need to switch quarterbacks. Uh, you know, there's other players that the quarterback interacts with. Maybe change some other shit out there. It's really not just the quarterback. Don't just immediately bring in Johnny Manziel because there's so much hype behind him and because your guy had one bad game out of nine. Yeah, that's my thing too is like, you know, the receivers could have been maybe not playing as hard or the offensive lineman was just getting beat um, or the defense was getting pretty much beat off the field. So that way the, the offense didn't really have a time to rest. There's a lot of factors like um, when I'll, I'll relate it to American football, when Nick Foles came in and he had that first bad game, they were already calling for uh, Sudfeld. And it's like, uh, give him a second. He hasn't played a full, like, real game 
in in like two years. So you got to give him a chance to catch up. This guy had one bad game in a year. So just let's just pump the brakes there, big shoots. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's proven, like you said, with Nick Foles, he had one bad game and he went on to be a Super Bowl champion and MVP. Exactly, the best backup quarterback in the league. The most overqualified quarter or backup quarterback ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the only the only other person that might have been more overqualified would be like Jim Kelly if he was ever a backup quarterback. That's true. <laughs> but um, final bit of Canadian Football League news because yes, there is one more, but it does pertain to the NFL. Um. Canadian fo- the Canadian Football League has had a very, very strict policy of not letting players sign with an NFL team. They're very heavy on two-year deals up there. And then after your two years are up, if an NFL team wants to contact you, that's perfectly fine. But during those two years, you're not allowed to talk to the NFL. Um, that has seemed to lessen slightly. Um, for This will be in effect um, for any player after – August 20 uh, that signs after August 20th of 2018 Um, any player that signs a contract after then nobody beforehand so there's no grandfathered in this is a brand new thing that after August 20th you sign a player um, after their first year of competing in the CFL they are then allowed to talk to the NFL but they have to complete a full year of CFL play and the season has to be over. So technically it'll be another year and a half before they're even allowed to go to the NFL. I mean, uh, that's better than two years, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for the players that sign like next year, they'll only have to wait a year. Um, but it begs the question, is the CFL being a little too strict on the players or do you see it being a good thing for, the CFL because they're trying not to lose the talent and just be like picked apart pretty much. Um, I really don't know what to think about it. I mean, as a league, obviously you're not going to want your good players to just up and leave and go to the NFL, even though that is a reality. Um, I, I, I don't even really know how to feel about it. Yeah. That's kind of how I was thinking too. Like I understand like the CFL has been gaining a lot of popularity here in the United States because they play in the months where baseball is overrunning everything and there's no other real sports out there outside of baseball. So the CFL has been gaining a lot of different um, publicity, but it's hard to, it's hard to say that, this is a good move. I feel like they should try to be working maybe with, maybe they should be trying to partner up with another football league, like a, um, uh, what is it? The U uh, the AAF, um, that, uh, they're running through NBC or, um, the XFL, uh, that Vince McMahon's starting up. Like maybe the CFL should partner with one of those two, um, competitors to the NFL to see if maybe they could be like, hey, you know, we'll kind of use, we'll kind of let you use our players if you let us use yours and, and back and forth kind of thing like that. Yeah, I actually think that'd be honestly almost a perfect idea. Kind of just be able to interchange between, I wouldn't say interchange between leagues, but you, you, you get what I mean. Yeah, like 
hey, once our season's over, you're allowed to have these guys because from what I gather, both of these leagues are going to be running in like the late winter, early spring into the early summer months. So the CFL doesn't start until midsummer. So why don't you just try to, or well, beginning of summer, but like mid June area. So why don't you just try to loan out some of your players, get them ready in like the XFL or the AAF and then try to um, figure out a way to get them back. And then they're already warmed up for the season. Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to figure that out, but uh, I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I don't either. It's, it's, unfortunate because all these all these football leagues want to be uh stag not stagnant um solitary that's what i was looking for um they want to be solitary from everybody else but if they would work together they could make football a lot better they really could It'd be it would be a lot more entertaining no i obviously f- prefer football over any sport um watching, playing, whatever. Uh, so this time of the year, honestly, kind of sucks. It really, really does. <laughs> and this is why we're getting you into wrestling, because wrestling has no off offseason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we're going to jump into some, uh, some better NFL news. Not saying that the NFL is better than the CFL, but they really are. Um, so first things first, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's start with him. Oh, God. I uh, saw this coming, too. This? Oh, uh, okay. Now, if you've ever listened to our show, you know that we love Jimmy Garoppolo. Love Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> this dude has just taken that next step to legendary in my mind. He bagged a porn star. <laughs> He was seen on a date with porn star Kiara Maya, which I have never seen any of her videos. I will put it out there. Never seen her. She looks very lovely. She looks like she's a great young woman. However, what she was wearing, you know, and after her tweet about being back at the hotel, you know exactly what happened. Okay, but here's my thing. I, I, I saw this and I kind of ranted about it a little bit. Uh, if you remember correctly, in the first or maybe second episode since you've been on the show, I ranted a little bit about how, and I put it out there, I follow some porn stars on Twitter, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have never heard of this woman. She is 41, I believe. And she's just, I don't know, not my type. But anyway... Wait, hold on. She's not... I thought she was younger because I had never heard of her um until this came out too so i i'm shocked to find out that she holy shit she is 41 yeah damn jimmy garabko got himself a milf (laughs) this dude's the greatest freaking quarterback of all time (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what else to say this dude is fantastic if this man Good gets the Super Bowl within the next three years, I will fully convert to being a 49ers fan. I won't fully convert, but I'll buy his damn jersey. Okay, yeah. Actually, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. That Hold on. Then we will also, if they stay together, 
for whenever he wins a Super Bowl, then there is a direct correlation between sloppy head and throat fucking and a Super Bowl win. Oh I'm just saying it now. Oof. <laughs> but I had to start off with that because we love Jimmy Garoppolo. Go get it, buddy. And who knows? Maybe Vivid or Pornhub will sign him as a model. Oh, my God. He has the face for it. The du- okay, no, he looks like he's straight out of a GQ, a GQ magazine. Dude. He really does. He's a very, he's like a he's a handsome man, Greek like statue. Yes, he's a Greek god. He's an Adonis. <laughs> I wish I had his face. Like, just give me his face. I can keep my beer belly. His face is enough that girls will probably want to sit on it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm so glad we have an explicit podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, me too. I'm really happy <laughs> I have this planned as explicit. <laughs> um, we should probably put in the title, Don't Listen at Work. Uh, yeah, not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, not safe for work. Uh, in more ways than one. But we're going to jump from Jimmy Garoppolo to another uh, entertaining thing that we that we saw this week. The Browns. They parodied The Office. Oh, dude, I watched that, and I loved it so much. I'm not a big Office guy, but I will give credit where credit is due. This was entertaining. It, it really was. Yeah, like, I've tried... Okay, now, are you an Office fan? Oh, I love The Office. Okay. I have tried to get into it. I watched the first four episodes, and I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. So... Why, uh, like, what is the appeal of The Office? Skip season one. <laughs> okay. Skip season one altogether and just jump to season two? Uh, I'd say late season one is good, but first couple episodes kind of suck. Kind of have to power through it. Okay. Okay. So maybe I'll just, I'll try to power through it. I mean, I have nothing really else to do outside of homework this weekend. And this homework project thing, I, I'm just going to do the be easy it's not <laughs> i'm just gonna do those discussion boards from now on because this one that she has us doing is like we have to make a keynote and it, it's just it's a pain in the ass yeah i've been doing the discussion post i mean i didn't even look at the research paper for this week well so i normally do the discussion posts the past two i've done the discussion posts the problem is i was so busy between coming back from vacation Monday, then recording a, um, not recording a podcast Tuesday. We just worked really late on Tuesday. And then I recorded uh, Strictly Talking, which we're going to plug them at the end because they were gracious enough. They're, they're personal friends of mine and they were awesome. But I recorded their podcast on Wednesday night and I was like, I could go home and do this in an hour, but it's going to sound like shit. So let's just try to like do our best with the uh, research keynote thing. And I'm failing miserably. It's so hard to do. Yeah, I, I didn't even look at it. I did, I did the discussion post, and obviously I'm going to be gone from this evening until Tuesday. So uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to try to – or uh, not tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon try to squeeze in my uh, final post for school. But after that, I'm not touching any sort of homework till I get back on Wednesday. So, which, which, okay, so for the people at home that don't know, uh, Michael is going to Warp Tour, 
which this is your first one? My first one and the last one. Yeah, well, it might not be your last one. This is just the this is just the last run of it running nationally. I think they're doing regional shows, but I could be completely wrong. Um, which one are you going to? I'm going to the one in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Yes. Uh-huh. Who are, okay, so this is derailed again from the NFL from the NFL stuff, but I'm curious, who are the people that you're most excited to see there? Um Asking Alexandria, I'm pretty excited about. Okay, I, uh, I, I like asking Alexandria. Yeah, I mean, 303 is going to be there, so that's pretty cool, too. Uh, you lost me. <laughs> um, if you have a chance, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, you got to go see a band. They're called Ice Nine Kills. Um, they're a little bit, they're, they're asking Alexandria-esque, pretty heavy stuff, but... Um, most of their set that they do, or all of their set that they're doing, is all written uh, based off of literary works or um, horror movies. Really? Yeah, like they just released two songs this uh, this past summer it, it, or this summer, and it's called um, "The American Nightmare," which is based off of Freddy Krueger. And oh. thank God it's thank God it's Friday based off of Jason Voorhees because their m- upcoming album is called The Silver Scream, and it's all uh, it's co- uh, what's called a concept album, and it's all about horror movies. And the uh, the one they did before it, Every Trick in the Book, is all based off of like novels like uh, The Shining and Carrie, and. Uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, dude, they're, they're, they're pretty freaking good. Huh? Well, yeah, you got to check them out They're They're going to be fantastic, but we'll get into uh, more football now as you know, we, we detour sometimes and tangent and everything. But uh, so another thing that uh, came out earlier today, uh, this was, uh, this was uh, reported yesterday, but I saw it today. Um, the Ravens are running plays in practice for two quarterbacks to handle the football in the same play. What? Yeah, they're um, they're doing some trick plays with Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. Okay, um, I mean that was yeah. expected, but like I didn't expect it to work out with that. Okay. Yeah. Um. It kind of caught me by surprise, too, because I wasn't expecting Joe Flacco to actually want to work with um, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for how cold he was after Lamar Jackson got signed, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he he wasn't Big Ben bad. Oh, no, he wasn't Big Ben bad. He kept his opinions to himself. Yeah, yeah, like he just didn't say anything. Yeah. At least he did. He just stayed off of it. Big Ben's just a little bitch. <laughs> Big bitch Ben. Big bitch Ben. That was actually the title of one of our episodes too. Exactly. But um, we're gonna uh, we're probably gonna wrap this one up soon because, like you said, you have a trip, and we were kind of we kind of rushed to get this one together just so that we could get it out and say hi to everybody and let them know that we're still we're still here. Um, we have a couple other big announcements that we can make at the end of the show. Um, 
because you can find our podcast in a, in a couple other places as well. But um, this has been an ongoing thing. Uh, big players not getting their big contracts. Uh, Julio Jones and Le'Veon Bell are no, are most likely not getting long-term deals before the season. Yeah, uh, which I think is obviously dumb. Uh, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, God, that guy has had so many different contract like issues since basically he started playing essentially. Yeah. Um, they keep franchise tagging him and now they, they can't franchise tag him anymore. So I wonder, is this the last year of Le'Veon in Pittsburgh? I, he said it multiple times that he wants to be a stealer forever, but there's only so much that he can do. Right. Yeah, that's my thing, too, is it's hard for me to see him going through this because he's such a talented player. He's actually one of the few players that I do like on the Steelers because I live in a household of two Eagles fans and a Steelers fan. So it's we do end up watching a, a lot of Pittsburgh games, and it's hard for me to see him be wasted by the Steelers like this. It really is. He he's a, obviously a quality running back, one of the best in the league. He deserves a long term contract. I don't understand why he hasn't gotten one. Yeah, same with same with Julio Jones. Like they just drafted. Oh, what was his name? Uh they drafted him this year, Calvin the wide Ridley. receiver. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Thank you. Um, just drafted Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones is right there. Like. Why they won't, like, first off, why Julio won't put his ego aside and just say, hey, we could have the best wide receiving core in the NFL, and if I just work with this kid, and I'm pretty sure the team would be a little bit more willing to re-sign him to a longer deal if he would just shut up. Really, exactly. He needs to just accept the fact that he's not going to be there forever. Yeah, well, he could he could be. That's the thing. He could be. I mean, we've seen countless players take pay cuts to try to help, to better the team. And like sometimes, yes, I understand. Like, it's a selfish thing for us to say, "Oh, just take the money." Like, they 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 got to understand what they're worth. And he just he he should want to win a Super Bowl more than he wants to get paid. Yeah, that's because it's an, there's I don't 20, think, there's, how do I how do I say this? A lot of football players nowadays, and this pisses me off. Obviously, I'm not an NFL player, but they're doing it for money. When I I would much rather okay, I would rather have a 500k contract and have a Super Bowl ring on my hand than have a 30 million dollar contract and just have a seven and nine record every year. Right, I'm I'm very competitive. I am massively competitive and I could, I would say, honestly say I would take a pay cut. Sorry. I could win. I want to win. That is your goal as a, as a player, you should want to win. And the problem is like with Le'Veon, I get it. Either way, they're going to win. Like Le'Veon deserves the money that he's going to be, he, that he's going to be paid at some point. He definitely does because he is a dual threat. He's a true dual threat. 
But with Julio Jones, like, dude, we understand that you want to make your money, but you're just making yourself look bad. Like, sometimes sometimes I get the contract disputes of just like, hey, like, I want this much. They want to pay me this really low amount. I can't do that. I get that. But the fact that Julio Jones is one of the best wide receivers in the league, dude, take that little bit of a pay cut, meet the team in the middle. Like, actually meet the team in the middle. Don't try to be, oh, I am not taking anything lower than this. Work with the team because the more that you work with the team, the more they're going to work with you. And try to win that Super Bowl ring. You guys were so close, what, two years ago? Two, three years ago? Yeah. Two years ago because the Patriots won it, 28-3. Uh, and three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's, not, it, it's not rocket science. But for some reason, they think it is. And um, – I think I think that should be about where we wrap it up. There's going to be one thing I want to address right now, and we're going to address it on this podcast, and then we're never going to address it again. And we're not really addressing it. We're just putting it out there. No, we will not be talking about anything that has to deal with the anthem protest policies. I don't give a shit about it. Because at the end of the day, this is all a distraction from the game that we love. I, I couldn't have said it better. So if you want our opinions, you're not going to get them. <laughs> Thank you. I was literally thinking the same thing because of obviously of all the news with that, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, no, there's there's no point in in us sharing our political views because the best way to handle sports is to keep politics out of it. Exactly. So, well, Michael, this is going to wrap it up. We kept it a little short this week. Uh, tell everybody where they can follow you and uh, keep up to date with all the in the huddle stuff. All right, so I'm on Twitter uh, at it's Michael P. It's I T S M I C H A E L P. Uh, you can follow Damien on Twitter too. I believe it's his handle is still Damien underscore Miller. Yes, sir. Uh, you can also find the show on a couple of new places now. Uh, we are on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah, we got that elusive Spotify contract, baby. Yeah, finally. We're finally there. So uh, if you don't have Apple Music and you're more of an Android guy, uh, you don't have to have Anchor now. You can find us at Google Podcasts. Or if you're a big Spotify person, I know a lot of people are, we're on there too. So if you really, really want us everywhere on your phone, we're available in plenty of places. Yeah, and we're still kind of branching out – on to other ones like I know I've been looking at Stitcher. We're probably going to put this stuff on SoundCloud here soon, along with our um, radio shows. Which mine is on hiatus, but you can catch Under Center at one o'clock Central. Yes, sir. Central, one o'clock Central, two o'clock Eastern Time, um, eleven a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Mountain. Um, you can catch it on our new and improved <laughs> Die Hard Sports radio website yes we do have a website now it is dhsradio.com you can listen to all of the shows right there on the website or download the diehard sports radio app on your iphone sorry android it is just not there yet um it just sometimes it's just like a video game going to pc just doesn't port well um 
So you can listen there. Um, you can read the articles that I will be having up on Die Hard Sports because I'm writing articles. I don't know if Michael's going to be doing that yet or not. I didn't see you comment on it. I've been talking to Joe about it. Uh, I'm going to experiment with it soon. Hopefully have it have some up there within the next couple of months. Yeah, I just sent him my first one. Um, it was a little bit baseball heavy. Uh, well, it is baseball heavy just because I'm more of a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, then also I'm going to shout it out. Um, follow Strictly Talking on Twitter. Um, it's at Strictly Talking or at Strictly underscore, underscore Talking. Um, they are the ones that had me on. Just look for the Damien Invasion episode. And actually just go back and listen to all their episodes. They're entertaining guys. Normally they're about a half hour long episodes. Um, they do an entertainment and a sports uh, podcast. You'll hear me on there every time that there's a big WWE pay-per-view or they just need a guest. Um, they, they love having me on. So, yeah, make sure you go follow Strictly Talking. They're on SoundCloud. Um, you can find them on Podcast Addict. That's where I kind of centralized all my podcasts at. Um, you can find them on there. Just search Strictly Talking and or search It's Our Podcast, Deal With It um, on Podcast Addict that'll take you straight to them and then search strictly talking on SoundCloud and follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and all that other stuff. So I do believe that about wraps it up. Yes, Michael. Uh, I don't have anything else. So I believe you are correct. Yeah, I don't have anything else um, for at, at it's Michael P for at Damien underscore Miller. This has been In the Huddle. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next week, we love you. Stay safe. Peace, love, and hugs. And we will talk to you soon.